What's up, everybody? Today, I'm going to hop right into it. I'm talking about a subject that has been involved in our life for a long time, it seems. I feel like I've whispered about our second daughter Larkin's skin, and by whisper, I mean talk about it briefly. I don't want to talk about it at no end, but if I am being honest, it's something that I get questions about daily. I also want to talk about it in a way that explains that sometimes medication itself can cause behaviors, and tracking that behavior in relation to the medication can be a good thing to do. So Larkin has gone through what is called TSW, which stands for Topical Steroid Withdrawal, known as Topical Steroid Addiction because she also was on oral steroids as well. And it's defined as when a topical steroid medication is stopped, the skin experiences redness, burning, itching, hot skin, swelling, and oozing for an extended length of time. I'm going to hop right in and talk about the story from there, and maybe it'll give you some clarity and understanding, and maybe you too will look up some of this that I'm talking about, or you know somebody who's going through it, and if I can reach just one person, then that's great. So when Larkin was two months old, she had little bumps on her skin. Her doctor told us that it was eczema, and throughout the course of her life, from two months old to roughly three and a half years old, we used a mild steroid cream on her skin. And by mild, I mean stuff that you can just pick up at Walgreens. You don't need a prescription for it. Sometimes we would need something a little bit stronger, we thought, and we would use it as directed, and as directed was twice a day for three to five days or until the rash goes away. This was like a hydrocortisone cream. After a while, she started to have some skin discoloration where we had applied the cream. It was now like white and not pigmented, and I asked the doctor about it, and they said that it was due to the steroid just thinning her skin, and that area would be a little bit more sensitive to the sun and maybe burn easier, but they didn't really express much concern in telling us this, so we just move forward. Usually, with time, eczema gets better, they say, but this didn't seem to be the case with Larkin. As she grew older, her areas of bad skin would widen and become more as soon as we would stop using the steroid cream. So suddenly, new spots were coming up and popping up, and at this point, we had moved and we had a new doctor. He then prescribed us to use another steroid cream with directions of using it every day for two weeks or until the rash goes away. We did this, and after stopping the cream, the rash would come back, and so the cycle continued. We then were told to go to an allergist, like maybe she's got allergies. We did this, and when she we did this when she was six months old, and it came back that she showed she had some sensitivity, but we decided to see an allergist again as she was around three and a half. Uh, we did some more testing, and suddenly new allergies had appeared on her skin test. We were a little devastated. But when you have kids and the professionals are telling you that you need to cut certain things out of their diet and honestly stay away from dogs this was a strong allergy that came back you do this she could no longer go to grandma and grandpa's house for i don't know who knows how long 
they were okay with this when I let them know and I felt comfortable in letting them know, but it still really pained me to know that she honestly couldn't go anywhere that there was a dog. We then were instructed to go to a pediatric dermatologist as well who gave us a new cream to put on her. And she was instructed to put it all over her skin after a bath because at this point, Larkin's skin was now coated in red, dry, irritated, flaky, red bumps all over it. It honestly looked like she was wearing a red suit. So that pediatric dermatologist told us to put this new cream all over her skin after her bath. And she gave us endless supply of this cream with no real direction that this is a very strong steroid cream. And she didn't exactly tell us when to stop except for the fact when the rash goes away. And I kind of thought like, what if it never fully goes away? Then do I just put this on her every day, forever, until eternity? We were also given instructions to make an appointment at Children's Hospital down in Milwaukee for further observation. In between that time, we had also seen an autoimmune doctor. You can kind of see the trend here. We were looking for answers. It was like, somebody tell me why my daughter's skin is getting worse, increasing in redness, is now oozing pus, looks like a burn victim, like somebody help. Somebody, 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 somebody tell me what's going on. So we had made an appointment with an autoimmune doctor who had told us that her blood levels looked concerning and that they looked as if, you know, a child who had childhood leukemia. I went in on a Friday and after, you know, some of that information was disclosed, I drove straight to Tyler, Tyler's work and I started sobbing uncontrollably in his office because you can't say that to a mom on a Friday going into the weekend. I continued to hug my Larkin and I knew in my heart that we will get through this like I don't know. I've talked about the parenting Enneagram test before. We have one, but like I am a strong eight, which means I am a strong mama bear through and through. And I have this extreme drive to protect the people I love the most with my entire being. So moving forward into the spring of 2008, we had started opening our gym and we had a new baby and Larkin was now four at this point. Her skin was out of control. Like before, I said it was red and bumpy and oozing. I mean, she looked like a full-on third or second degree burn victim. Her entire body was red and bumping, and she would describe it as fire ants crawling all over her body. She was in extreme horrible pain. She had nerve pain, and we would chase her around the house after her bath to apply this, you know, cream that the doctor had told us to put on after her bath and she would cry and scream and she would hit us even and she would say no 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 I don't want that wet lotion on me it's hurting my body mommy I mean it really really breaks my heart to even look back or think back on these memories when I was looking at my notes and my pictures when I was wanting to you know do this podcast it was seriously breaking my heart thinking about chasing her around the house to put this lotion on her that was supposedly helping her, that this is what the doctor told us to do. I kept telling her, like, Larkin, this will help you. This will cure your skin. It'll bring you relief of your red burning skin. It will all go away. I promised her this. I would apply it to her skin with tears in both of our eyes as now I'm envisioning rubbing this poison on her. And her behavior actually started to 
you know, increase. She almost seemed like manic. Like you see these steroids were going into her bloodstream. Our skin is our largest organ. And she is this small being who weighs, you know, around 40 pounds. And she's absorbing all of these steroids. And, you know, have you ever heard of roid rage before? I mean, this was honestly what my four and a half year old was going through. She was going through roid weight roid rage and i was doing this to her as directed by her doctors after a few weeks of this i just i couldn't take it anymore we took her back to the doctor and the dermatologist took one look at her and said oh yeah she needs oral steroids i'm going to give you a seven-day course and it will clear her right up i left with hope i told her see larkin we will take this medicine and it will finally after years it will clear up your skin I remember calling my mom in the car and my mom was like, wow, that's some pretty strong stuff. But I reassured my mom that this was the course of action that the doctor who specializes in skin, who specializes in children's skin, knew what she was doing and she was helping us. Well, we did the seven day course of the oral steroids and it cleared it right up. Larkin had flawless skin. It was amazing. We did experience a bit of behavior and aggression towards the end of the seven days with her tapering off the course, but it couldn't beat the clear skin we saw for those seven days. I remember her seeing her and sitting on the couch, and she wasn't sitting there tearing her skins to shreds as she was watching TV and thinking like, wow, this is truly magic. But this is where... It gets a little bit more sad because after a few days off of that extremely strong oral steroid, she began to get big red patches coming out from the inside out that started to pop up. It looked like this brand new type of form of eczema. It was so bizarre. It looked like some type of poison was trying to escape her body. It was these big red almost bruises all over her body, more so in spots that, you know, we had previously applied the topical steroid the most in the creases of her skin. And now we're at the point that a week had gone by since giving the oral steroids and her entire body was worse. You know how previously I said it, she looked like a burn victim? Well, now she not only had red pussing, oozing skin, but she also had these deep craters of redness that were coming from the inside out. She was now itching endlessly 24-7. We had to tape socks to her hands so she wouldn't tear up her skin at night when she slept. She was given Benadryl around the clock. She was also given another histamine called Atarax, I believe it's called, at nighttime too. She was losing hair and she was losing weight. Her behavior was out of control, and this is an example that sounds a bit extreme, and I only know this from experiencing and seeing you know, that show Intervention. I kind of had a fascination with it at one point, but she seemed like those people that were withdrawing from a drug. Like she was so manic, we didn't know what her next move would be, and Tyler had to be 
on at all times. And by on, I mean at work, he would handle challenging behavior with the kids that he worked with because he um, worked in an autism treatment center at times and had to deal with the challenging behavior. And then at home, it was supposed to be a place where he could just be a dad and relax with all of us, but he couldn't do that anymore. I had to be with Callan, our new baby, and Tyler had to be one-on-one with Larkin so that she wouldn't harm herself or harm others around her because we didn't know what her next move would be. And, you know, then she started to say, it started to digress, and she started to say some really terrible things about herself. And I get a little choked up saying this, but she would scream and cry and out and say that she hates her skin and she hates her body. And she doesn't want anyone to look at her. Like, my mom heart hurts really bad reliving this. Tyler and I would switch off, taking nightly shifts getting up with her. On the nights where I was on, on the nights that I was on, I was additionally nursing Callan. So I would nurse Callan and then I would go back in Larkin's room and I would rub her black rub her back to sleep, wiping her tears as she continued to want to take off the socks and tear her skin apart in a rage. And I was continuing to try to keep them on and make her stay calm. But inside, I was so helpless and hopeless. One night at 1 a.m., she somehow had gotten the socks off her arms we had taped to her. She was sitting there just screaming, lifting up her pant legs, her pajamas and waking the entire house up and scratching and scratching and scratching and it was bleeding and it was so terrible I just pulled out my phone to kind of like take a deep breath and for some reason I decided to look up steroid addiction and then that is when my mind was blown medical journals and studies started to filter in on my crazy google search like here it was the description of what topical steroid addiction was was right in front of me coming out in my four-year-old the answer to my prayers was on my phone at 1 a.m as my four-year-old was in a bloody mess on her sheets you can see the only constant Throughout this whole story, this whole, you know, thing that I'm telling you right now was the parallel that as her skin got worse, the increase of the steroids additionally came. So her skin got worse, increased the steroids. And it didn't seem to work anymore. So that's when the oral steroids came in, which is an even stronger steroid. And that is when she came off the oral steroids, her skin was the worst it had ever been. The increase of bad red weeping, bleeding, bloody skin, and the dose of steroid was the constant. It was the medicine itself that was causing the issue. After about five to six minutes of scrolling, I then looked up from my phone and I looked at Larkin and I said, Larkin, I am your mommy and I'm going to help you. And I love you. And she said, but I don't want the wet lotion, mom. I said with complete certainty, I will never put that wet lotion on you ever again. Then the next morning came and I looked up more doctors, more medical journals. I had talked to Tyler about it. We were endlessly researching, like so fixated on this. I found support groups. I found a website called ITSAN, it's I-T-S-A-N, which is a nonprofit to help people that are going through topical and oral steroid 
addiction and withdrawal. I Tyler and I had talked about it. I had posted a video on Facebook even of me sobbing saying, guess what? I found the answer. It was the very thing they told me that would help her that was causing the problem itself. I saw hundreds of thousands of people and children suffering from this. And it's not just some hokey thing. It's a real thing with real medical journals that people get addictions to the topical and oral steroid. But there was hope. These people heal. I saw hundreds of before and after pictures of people who had gotten over this. They had survived, they had thrived, and they were living normal lives free from itch and bloody red skin. I then at around 10 a.m. called Larkin's pediatrician and I had said to the woman on the other line, bless her heart, I said, this is an emergency and she is not going to the emergency room, but this is a medical emergency that she needs to see her pediatrician and she needs to be seen as soon as possible. And the woman somehow made an appointment within 48 hours with Larkin's pediatrician and within those 48 hours, I had spoke to numerous others. I had reached out to them and contacted them and even other doctors um, who have had children go through the topical steroid withdrawal. And they told me that Larkin will get through this and we will get through this as a family. I'm kind of actually laughing now as I'm thinking about if someone were to tell me they found a cure for their child on the internet at 1 a.m., I would laugh and say, come on, go to the doctor and get a real diagnosis like you're crazy. But again, in those 48 hours, Tyler and I printed off the medical journals talking about and describing topical steroid withdrawal and topical steroid addiction and red skin syndrome. These are the names of the things that she had. So topical steroid withdrawal and red skin syndrome is you know described as what I said in the very beginning of this, but it's when the medication is stopped, the skin experiences redness, burning, itching, hot skin, swelling, and spreading in new areas. And this was exactly what Larkin had. Uh, so I'll just describe it a little bit more. The red burning skin, as Larkin would describe it as fire ants, because the topical steroids work in constricting the blood vessels. So once you stop using the topical steroids, the affected blood vessels become wide open and inflamed, causing this like red flushing and burning sensation. And this typically appears within a week after stopping the topical steroids, and it could even happen later on. It can cover a large area from the start, or it may start small and eventually spread to more. And like a classic sign is like a red sleeve that covers the arms and legs and stops at the wrist and ankles. And this is what Larkin had. That's what I said. Like she looked like she was wearing a red suit. Um, another sign is raw, painful skin, and it may feel like a really bad sunburn and, you know, is sensitive to even the lightest touch. Another sign is eczema-like rashes. So that's kind of where it gets hard because people will say, oh, like, oh, I have atopic dermatitis or I have eczema. But the difference is that these rashes may spread from an area of the skin that was originally affected by eczema or happened anywhere on your body. You may experience like suddenly new hives come on or you have very dry skin that has this look of feel of plastic and it's really itchy and like a really deep, intense itch. 
You could get like tiny cuts on your skin or even in the areas where the topical steroids were never used, all of a sudden you have these new patches, like I said. So the skin is one organ. So when one area of the skin is medicated, it can affect your entire skin. Another one that Larkin didn't have so much of, but she did have it a little bit, was like an oozing skin. And the ooze is the like secretion of the blood vessels may seep out of the skin and skin in the form of like small blisters. So you may find like a hard crust over your skin. This is the ooze that has dried. This is not like necessarily the body detoxing from leakage of the blood vessels, but it's important to have your doctor, you know, and Larkin did have some of this and we stopped into her pediatrician when she was going through the withdrawal she ended up having you know a staph infection so then a topical antibiotic um was put on it another the one that she still has from time to time is this like unbelievable intense itch like it feels like it's originating from underneath the skin like the fire ants are coming out of her organs into her nerve endings and it's covering each square inch of her skin i mean can you imagine constantly feeling like you had this deep bone itch i mean and describing us like pins and needles and numbness and zingers and ants crawling and bee stings and jolts and this like intense skin pain oh my poor poor larkin i mean it makes me very sad thinking about it Another symptom is like shedding and flaking skin so many people find that they shed a lot of dry skin when they're going through Um, the steroid withdrawal. And when Larkin was shedding, I was just saying that it's her body making new skin. Um, So we did have to change her bed linens often and we vacuumed all the time. I'll spare you any pictures of how much skin she lost, but you can certainly look it up if you want. If you look up dead skin from topical steroid withdrawal, it's pretty intense. Another one is her difficulty in regulating her body temperature. So she, it would be summertime and she was wearing you know, in August when we found out she wanted to wear pants and long sleeves and uh, fuzzy scarves all the time. This was just what she wanted to do because she couldn't regulate her body temperature very well. And she seemed to be, you know, cold all the time, as well as she had, you know, adrenal fatigue and her adrenals were suppressed causing from the previous steroid use. So the chills um, can also be caused by infection. So it's important if you have, like, if she had any lab work done to rule out any adrenal suppression or infection because that does cause chills too. She also had, like, enlarged uh, lymph nodes under her skin. Like, although swimming, uh, swimming, sorry, although swollen lymph nodes are common, like with red skin syndrome, you have to make sure that they're not infected because Larkin, because she was on immune suppressants and steroids are an immune suppressant, she was susceptible to getting infection and sickness easier. And she actually did end up getting influenza, which is a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But she, you know, was susceptible to getting sick much easier. She also had thinning hair. Some of you that have followed our journey from day one, we had to give Larkin a haircut because she was losing so much hair. And, you know, a lot of people going through it, they get missing patches of their hair on their heads and their eyebrows, but it does grow back in the recovery process. And Larkin now has these little baby hairs growing all over, you know, in the front of her face. And it it warms my heart because she's just so cute. Her hair is growing back. It's awesome. Another one is um, eye irritation. Larkin is, she used to always complain that she had dryness and redness and sore eyes and she was sensitive to light. She always wanted like new sunglasses. So 
having your eyes like thoroughly examined, especially, you know, if you've put in any steroids near your eyelids or on your face, or some people use like a steroid, you know, wash on their hair, like just, oh man, I can't even think about doing that, but it does create extreme dryness when you're going through the steroid withdrawal. Another one is decreased energy levels. So extreme exhaustion and fatigue and burnout are like really common symptoms during the withdrawal. I would just kind of let Larkin sleep. If she was up until 6 a.m. and she had finally fallen asleep, I would just let her sleep. A doctor, you know, some sometimes people that go through steroid withdrawal that are older that have to go to work like you can communicate with your doctor to help manage these symptoms too so another thing that larkin has would her was her change in appetite so her loss of appetite created some weight loss and she wasn't she was not at the point where she was failure to thrive like some babies that use topical steroids so this is why i'm so so hesitant when people say that they're going to put steroids on their baby is that just even the smallest amount like three four five times of application can cause failure to thrive and you know decrease their appetite and then when larkin was off the steroid she had an extreme increase in her appetite which was awesome because she was able to gain some weight then I also wanted to just hit on like those brands like Eladel or Eucrisa, which are, you know, deemed as steroid free, but they are immune suppressants and you can still go through, you will actually still go through steroid or non-steroid withdrawal and have these exact same symptoms that I just described above. The only difference is that Eladel and Eucrisa and all of these other immune suppressants come with a black box label. And what a black box label means is that they have proven cancer-causing agents. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there. As I know, someone will likely say, like, have you ever thought about this? Like, yes, we have. And no, I will not be using either of those. So now that I just described, you know, a lot of the symptoms... Moving forward, there is a happy ending here. I printed off the medical journals and all of these signs and symptoms list that Larkin had every single one. And I spoke to another mom who is a nurse and her son has the same thing, you know, before heading into the appointment as like a, I can do this. I took a deep breath and Tyler took off of work and we all went in. I sat calmly and I explained to Larkin's doctor the symptoms that she was having And I read them off and basically that, you know, her pediatrician has known over time that Larkin's skin was increasingly getting worse. We've had multiple ER visits, all the doctor's appointments that I just talked about above. You know, we've seen all of these specialists in the process and I just handed her the journals and handed her the list and just sat there quietly. And she was silent for honestly what kind of seemed like forever. And she looked at the medical journals and the notes. She looked at Larkin. And she simply asked, and then I just like simply asked her, so what do you think? Do you think Larkin has this? Do you think Larkin has topical steroid withdrawal and topical steroid addiction? She paused and then she said, yes, yes, this is it. This is what she has. I'm getting emotional. Even just reliving that because I had hold it I was holding it together because I wanted a medical diagnosis and it was in this instant that I knew we had her support like she was on our side 
and I just let it all out. I started to cry and I started to cry uncontrollably because we found what she had and we will get through it. We left with notes in her chart on what her course of action would be and that it was time. Like, yes, this was the secret to it all, time and making sure she doesn't get an infection and preventing an infection. From that last day in August until now, there was hundreds of sleepless nights. Like there were a lot of tears from us. There were a lot of angry phone calls to those other doctors, but there was also progress and there was new skin and endless love and support from so many of you. And even now after listening to this, like I would hope that, you know, you would continue to love on and support us as well. And that's not a cry for help. That's just some acknowledgement that, man, we have kind of been through the ringer. And you, my friends and family who have braved, braved the storm with us near and far, like this is a shout out to you. So you see, after a few months, the redness started to go away a bit, but not without its trials and tribulations. Like she would go to the office at school every single day. Luckily, she attends the world's best school and the women who women who work in the office are some of the nicest, kindest people in the world. And she also had one of the most understanding, amazing teachers too, because some days Larkin would be up all night and finally fall asleep at 6 a.m. So I would just call and say that she wouldn't be coming in or that she would be late. And they were completely understanding. And on days that they were outside for a field trip, you know, Larkin had a really hard time, like I said, regulating her body temperature. So she would just meet them at school when they got back. And her classmates were so kind and they would meet her at the door with a smile and just say like, hey, Larkin, they were eager, eager to see her. And it was awesome. There was a time where like the water burned her skin. So you know what? I didn't submerge her in water for four months. Judge me. There was a time that she loved oil on her skin. She actually still likes oil applied to her skin all the time. Like whatever she wanted, I made her comfortable. I let her dictate her healing. So if she was up at 2 a.m. hungry, I would make her a bowl of oatmeal. If she fell asleep at 5 a.m. and she was still sleeping at 8 a.m. when we had to leave for school, I just let her continue to sleep. We got her a kitty and she named her Rey, like the strong Jedi in Star Wars. And Rey has been through hell and back with Larkin and is always by her side. Even if she does drive Tyler bonkers at times, I think about that kitty and how it had saved Larkin's sanity in her healing process in more ways than one. And now I am happy to report that after 16 months, over a year of withdrawal, from that poison, Larkin is nearly 90% clear. Yes, she looked like a burn victim with bleeding, oozing, pussing skin, fire ants crawling all over her, and bloody sheets. No longer has any of those symptoms. And the cure was time and love. Like, how hokey do I sound? right now sometimes i'd like under the but under the direction of her pediatrician and the love from so many of you and honestly us as her parents and her sister sloan and her little baby brother callan and her kitty ray we found the cure and it was not more steroids like lurkin is a freaking champion and the strongest little girl i know and i'm gonna let her listen to this because she has gone through so much and i said this one time 
And I mean no disrespect to any parent or child that has gone through cancer, but when you are a parent and you tell your work or your friend or even a stranger that your child has cancer, man, they feel for you. They're like, oh my gosh, I will pray for you. What do you need? Let me help. That is so horrible. And it is terrible. But when you say, my child is withdrawing from a topical and oral steroid, they're like, uh, what? Uh, shouldn't you be putting that on her because her skin is red and oozing and pussing? She needs steroids. But you know what? That's okay. I'm just wanting to inform you that even just one person out there, that this is a real thing. People get addictions to drugs. People get addictions to steroid creams. And unfortunately, steroid creams are put on kids. And at times, it can make their skin worse. And then doctors prescribe stronger medication for them. And that can make it worse as well if you see some of the signs that I talked about. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you too may have this, or maybe someone you know has the signs, or maybe you know, you're thinking, wow, I shouldn't put the steroid cream on my kids anymore. Like I encourage you to go to the website. It's called itsan.org and it's I-T-S-A-N dot O-R-G. And there's a lot of information there. And I'm honestly always available to chat. I'll put this in the show notes. But at times we live in such a microwave world that people want instant change and instant help. And yes, it was extremely painful to see Larkin go through that horrible withdrawal. But what would happen if she continued on doing what we were doing? Like, I can't even fathom to think about that because it honestly makes me sick. Like, I am so fired up about Larkin and her healing. And some of you may know that I have a private Instagram for Larkin. I'm, you know, I'm not as active on there anymore. And it's about her healing journey. But one of the hashtags that I have used is hashtag Larkin will win. And guess what? Larkin has won. Powerful, right? All right, so I have some other things that go along with this episode. I have a code for you. Larkin loves oil on her skin like I talked about, and we started off using like a lemongrass cream from a woman on Etsy, but she really liked an oil-based cream, so we actually used what's called Primally Pure. It's a great natural brand, and I totally stand behind everything that their mission stands for, and they have a lemongrass oil, and what lemongrass is is it prevents infection and helps with like a deep itch kind of like mosquito bites and dulls down the intense itch so you can use our code it's krieger19 k-r-u-e-g-e-r-19 and that gets you 10 percent off at primally pure i think their lemongrass oil is fairly inexpensive i want to say it's you know 42 dollars, and it lasts for six months for us so it's really great as well i'm also going to link a documentary called preventable it's on youtube and it goes through what kind of topical steroid withdrawal is and how it can be prevented i think that i could talk a lot more because i you know am really passionate about this you know my child went through it but if you're interested to learn more this documentary is really great and i'll link this in the show notes too so anyways that's where we're at Larkin's winning, Larkin has won, and this is our story on how we got through that horrible time in our life and how we were able to break through. And I also wanted to say that I'm not against modern medicine. Like, I do believe in modern medicine, and we still go to our same pediatrician, and I believe in it 
but sometimes it is not a one-size-fits-all. And that was the case with Larkin. And thank you to everybody who has supported us and loved us through this journey. Thank you for listening in to the Behavior Buff Podcast. Until next time, bye for now.